live from the rooftop of the Herman London Real Estate Group in beautiful downtown Maplewood. It's the St. Louis Realtor Podcast with your host, Adam Cruz. Welcome to the podcast today, guys. My name is Adam Cruz, and I'm going to be your host today. And also with us, we're going to have John Charlton from Midwest Mortgage Capital stepping in here in a little bit. First off, for today's show agenda, we're going to have a couple announcements to start. Then we're going to jump right into the first topic, which is going to be all about a recent four-family I purchased. Go through the numbers of that. We're going to have a story from John Charlton about his crazy deal of the week. And then we're going to have an agent tell us about a real estate deal of the week that is actually available to you if you're interested in making a real estate purchase at this time. Follow that up with some listener questions, and we're going to wrap it up. So jumping right in to the uh, general announcements, we want to welcome everyone to our first show, and we're excited to be sitting here on the rooftop at the Herman London Group in beautiful downtown Maplewood, Missouri, and we're looking forward to making this podcast, trying to provide interesting information, and we definitely want to hear from you. So please, please email podcast at hermanlondon.com, H-E-R-M-A-N-N-L-O-N-D-O-N.com. We're going to be doing this live bi-monthly every other week, and we're going to have different listening parties. We also wanted to invite you to get involved with the pool table tournament we've got going on here at our office. I know you're probably wondering, why does a real estate office have a pool table tournament? But we just like to get involved with the community. We recently upgraded our pool table. Now it has our company Herman London logo on it, and one of our main property managers is a big pool table guy. So... Email Tom, T-O-M, at HermanLondon.com if you would like to get in on our pool table billiards tournament. So I guess I'll just go ahead and jump right in. I've got my producer looking at me like, keep it going, keep it going. I'll just jump right in here on my first topic. What I wanted to tell you about was a four-family building I just bought recently. Kind of go through the numbers of how it's worked and the process of, you know, from start to finish of buying the property and finding tenants and starting to make money. So what I what I did is I found a property that was available for sale. This one just happened to be not listed, but you know, working with a realtor, we have access to homes that are listed, properties that are not listed, and different people that contact us that, that want to sell their properties. So what what I did is I bought a four-family building in South City. You might have heard of the Christie Park area. We paid about sixty thousand dollars for this property. I actually bought it with a partner of mine. It was a friend of mine, and we both put $10,000 into a bank account. So we had $20,000 in the account. We put down the 20% that they required, and we ended up putting about $7,000 into the property. We we got it inspected, of course, before we closed on it, so we had a list of what we were going to need to do. We were able to make budgets. I've got an accounting background. I love a spreadsheet. Even I made the agenda for today's show on a spreadsheet. So got the property inspected. We knew what we were going to need to do, and we ended up finding a guy named Handyman Larry. Big shout-out to Handyman Larry. He's been a big part of making my real estate investment successful lately. And so we also did a lot of the work on the property ourselves. But so now we've got $60,000 into the property. We put an additional $7,000 into the property, and we ended up with four units, totally rent-ready, upgraded, probably maybe even a little bit nicer than what we needed to do for the area that the property's in. And we ended up renting each unit for an average of $600 a unit. So that's $600 a unit times four units. We're at $2,400 a month in rental income. 
Our monthly payment, that's principal, interest, taxes, and insurance, totals $750. We actually had insurance that's a little bit higher than what we planned because it is a full brick building. But so our monthly payment $750 for a total profit per month of $650. Now we, myself and my business partner, neither one of us wanted to be the property managers for the property. So we do use a property management company. It happens to be the Herman London Property Management Group, of course. And that way we really turn this into an investment that is just like owning a stock, just like owning a bond or whatever, where we don't really have to deal with the property very much. Occasionally there's a little something that needs to be fixed. The property manager calls us. We say, yeah, go ahead and fix it. And he takes care of it. So it really works quite well that way. The other things that we had to do along the way were finding a tenant. To find a tenant, you, you would have to pay a realtor an upfront or not an upfront fee, but a fee equivalent to about one month's rent. So we paid a realtor to find us the tenants. The tenants themselves actually apply. They they pay the $40 application fee, which they, we use a service here at Herman London called AAA Screening. AAA Screening does a background check, a criminal history report, a credit check, a rental verification, and income verification. And the great thing about this company is they actually call the current employer and verify that the person works there. They call the past landlords and ask them if they would re-rent to these people. And they, they really put together a great looking report that is very full of information and helps us make a decision about who to rent to. Uh, we've had to deal with some things, not necessarily in this property, but on a recent, another recent property that I rented out where the people's credit and kind of their whole situation was a little bit less than the exact desirable situation so what we did is we asked them to pay a higher security deposit than normal they're actually paying a double security deposit and after one year we're going to give them part of that back assuming that they are good tenants keep the property in good condition and they've signed a two-year lease so we're happy about that and we'll have to see how that goes you can see pictures and more information about this building the buildings on the street of rosa you can see pictures of the building at HermanLondon.com. We also have links to the AAA screening company that we use. If you go to HermanLondon.com and at the top you click on property management, scroll down a little bit and you can find a link to their rental application because AAA screening is not our company. We definitely suggest anyone who is looking for uh, screening services, background checks for potential tenants for their properties, give AAA screening a shot. And uh, we also have on the website, if you click on tools at the top, we have a mortgage calculator. So if you want to get down to the real nitty-gritty numbers of, you know, we had the property purchased for $60,000, you know, you can enter in your exact down payment. You can enter in your estimated insurance, what the taxes were for the year, and you can truly find out what your mortgage payment would be. I'm just trying to give you rough numbers today. Well, up next, we're going to get John Charlton here into the studio, and we are going to ask him to tell us a crazy story of the week. You know, you've all probably heard of lenders. Every time you log on to your website or on your email, all you see is, this is what the interest rates are, and this is what your down payment needs to be. Uh, we think, assume that most of you have a general idea of the rates, so we don't want our lender buddy to come in here and just tell us the rates. We want him to actually tell us some interesting stuff. So we're going to get John in here now. Okay, well, thanks for coming in here, John. 
You had to come all the way from the next office next to mine, but we are looking forward to hearing your crazy story of the week. I know it's kind of tough to make a mortgage story a little bit crazy, but what do you have for us today? Actually, I was just going to talk to you about a um, credit repair scenario that I just recently completed. Okay, let's see where this one goes. (laughs) Okay, well, so people are aware credit matters on mortgages. Let me give you a concrete example of that. Um, So I talked to a customer about two months ago, and they were looking into doing a HARP refinance. Um, HARP, as you know, is like a rate and term refinance for eligible homeowners for Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac products. Home affordability. Refinance plan. That's correct. And basically this customer with their scenario they initially gave me, I could do the loan for them, refinance them, get them a 5%. They were at six and a quarter on about a $200,000 loan. And they were pretty excited and happy about it. But I also looked at their credit report and saw that there were some things on there that could be easily fixed quick. So we did a rapid rescore on them, raised their score 60 points. And I was able to get them a four and three eighths instead of the 5% on an interest rate. So overall, they ended up saving about 250 bucks just on a monthly basis on the mortgage. Um, but in addition to that, I also had them call their insurance company, um, get them a new quote, because as you know, credit also affects your, your insurance rates. And they were able to get their insurance lowered by 150 bucks. So overall savings to the customer was 400 bucks a month, tax-free raise of 4800 So reason I wanted to bring that up is, is that... Can I ask you, sorry ahead. to interrupt you, overall savings per month of how much? 400 bucks a month. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So customers don't always realize they know they got a credit score. They know it's a something on their head. They don't know how to fix it. They don't know how to improve it. That's something that, that when we have education on, we can share that with borrowers and with prospective homeowners because the same thing would apply for a customer who's looking to buy a house. If they could do some small things to f- enhance their credit, they are going to get a better interest rate. It's just that simple of a scenario. So the crazy part of the story is that you were able to refinance them. They basically had to do almost no work, no almost out-of-pocket no work, money. No out-of-pocket expense. They just had to basically get a dispute removed off their credit report. They had to put money on a Home Depot um, credit card that had a zero balance, and that raised their score, just those two things. So. Okay, so now is their loan, they had almost paid it off, and now they've got 10 more years, or how does that well, work? they were about five years into their current home loan, and they refinanced. But the key thing is they dropped their interest rate by almost two full percentage points. So their long-term savings are huge as well as their monthly savings. Are there a lot of people still out there in that kind of situation? Absolutely. Homeowners that have been in their loan for more than five years, roughly, is uh, people that are almost assuredly going to qualify for HARP. Do you see a lot of people with credit issues? All the time, every day. And they don't really want to do a whole lot about it, do they? No, never. I mean, they always are, they just don't know what they can do. And that's one of the things is that there's all these myths about credit scores and what credit is. People think they pay their bills, they're going to have good credit. Not always the case. So one of the things that that is important is to educate every person you know, on, on these things and give them an opportunity to better their lives in a very simple way. Cool. One of the great things, one of the benefits we've learned about having John here in our office is I got a call, as an example, I got a call the other day from one of my tenants, as you know, John, who's interested in purchasing the property of mine that he lives in. He said, but got some credit issues, got a few things to work on. Maybe I'll call you back once I get those things figured out and maybe I'll buy the property six months from now, eight months from now, whatever. 
indefinite. That's indefinite. Kind of, that's kind of what it ends up. I know being. from my experience that means I'm not going to buy the property because right. he's probably not going to do what he needs to do. To he just doesn't fixed. know what he needs to do, and and most people don't. And that's the thing is that it's not rocket science, but it's but it's something that you don't have access to every day. People don't know what their credit is. They don't know what's on it. Most people are scared. You know, if they have if they've paid one bill late in their life, they think that their credit is screwed and they're never going to be able to get a mortgage and they're never going to be able to do this and that. And one of the things that that I always tell people is, look, you know, my credit when I got married was probably in the 500s and now I'm at a 740. And I could say that as you know, that has everything to do with my wife, but it also has everything to do with just looking at what I had and being serious about it and understanding that if I want to buy a house, if I want to you know, get a new car. If I want to do anything that involves credit, that it's something that has to be taken care of. So if someone wants to find out what their credit score is, if they want to start working on their credit score, if they want to get pre-approved for a loan, anything like that, if they want to refinance, how can they get a hold of you? Um, best way to get me is always by phone. My direct line is 314-744-7851. You can call at any time. If I don't get you right then, I will always call you back if you leave a message. Call you by phone. I like that. I respect that. It's, you know, I'm tired of tweeting people and text yeah, messaging tweets them. Are, and... Tweets have their place. I like to see, you know, what's going on in the world. Do you a have a bit. Twitter? Yeah. I'm what's your Twitter handle? I'm not telling. <laughs> Just give John a call. All right. Thanks very much, John. All right. Thank you. All right. We're going to have John Charlton back because I've got a few questions, John. I, I've got a few buyers that I'm working with and we look at homes and it's, a little bit tough to find a home that has exactly what they want. We've been looking at some homes in an area where the people might not have been keeping up their properties. You know, they've been living there for 20, 30 years. And, uh, you know, the the style was really in style back in the 80s <laughs> or the 70s, but it's not so in style now. Right. And they don't necessarily have the money to buy a home and put all the money into it that they would need to bring it up to their taste, right? And I think a lot of the buyers up front are thinking, hey, John told me he'd give me a loan for 200 I'll just buy a house for 170 and we'll just use the rest of the money for a rehab. Well, that's kind of the case. That's kind of not the case exactly, right? What do you call that when we do that type of thing? So I think what you're talking about is like an FHA 203K. Okay, yeah, exactly. So... Yeah, and I mean, the FHA 23K is a great product for a home buyer who's wanting to do some rehabs to the property. Um, you know, basically they're broke down into two different categories, depending on the amount of money you need for the rehab and kind of the scale of the rehab. But in general, if the repairs are less than 35000 it's called an FHA 203K Streamline. If it's above that, then it's called a full 203K. Um, so. so we, when we're looking at the home, we need to have some sort of general idea on how much we think we're going to have to put into it to bring it up to their standards. Yeah, kind of the first thing I always tell people about that property, and, and we've talked about this in the past, is that the person, if they're in love with the property, a 203K is a great product to kind of get it up to speed. If they're dreaming about what they would do, how they would enhance the property, that's that's kind of the perfect scenario. And, and basically the way it would work is is that in a lot of cases, you have customers that are thinking about doing sweat equity type things, you know, painting the walls, you know, which might sound like a small thing, but if you go buy paint, it's expensive. When doing you the landscaping. House. Sure, landscaping, you know, maybe doing some new cabinets, something like that. Um, but in general, mostly sweat equity that they would do themselves. It's kind of hard for them to gauge how much um, those improvements would cost or how much improvement it would do to the house. 
So in general, a person like that would just make a list of what they're looking to do. We would provide that to the appraiser um, who would appraise it as a subject to property with those improvements being made, and they would assign a value to the property based on all that. So and that would limit the amount that they could borrow, but it would also tell them how much they could potentially borrow as well um, for for their improvements that they want to do. Okay, so we I'm working with a buyer. Let's say we're looking at homes in a subdivision where the homes are two hundred thousand dollars on average. You know, mm-hmm. currently, right in today's market, we have to be careful about that. And we find a home that is maybe a foreclosure, and it needs a lot of work. It, not just their standard updating stuff, but it's you know, maybe missing a toilet and it's missing a kitchen sink and the, you know, the um, railroad ties that are holding up the part of the yard are all breaking down and we need to put something like $20,000 into the property, Mm -hmm. right? So we can buy it for 140. We're going to get a 203K loan from you, hopefully for $20,000. And now we've got 160 into it. How, How does that work? Does it need to appraise for 160? Does it need to appraise 160, for more? 160 or higher is, is going to be the threshold for that. And the, the borrower is going to bring 3.5% down as they would on any FHA loan. Um, you know, It would just be off the higher amount. That's subject to value. And the appraiser is going to assign that value. So, I mean, in that scenario, it's possible that that subject to value might be higher than what they're even needing for their improvements. So let's say they needed the 20,000, but the appraiser says, hey, if this is updated, you know, and you do these things, you know, the value might be 180. It doesn't. Gives know. us a little bit more room in case we correct. decide we want to yeah, get, you a nicer... get a a higher loan amount. That's correct. Can we buy a refrigerator with this money? You can buy appliances. I mean, there are some restrictions on that. That would be a case by case thing. Anything that you would want to do would certainly be a case by case because the problem with appliances is they can be moved. So it's not necessarily okay. going to enhance the value. So we've got the one that's under 35000 It's a streamline, you call it. Mm-hmm. For that one, I can use Crazy Uncle Mike and my handy brother sure. to do the work. You can. Um, but still, I need to get their bid up front. Do Correct. I, do I need to get that bid before we put the property under contract? You don't, no. You can have the property under contract because the contract's going to read whatever the sale price is. It's independent of the loan. I like that answer, John, because I like to tell my buyers we need to take control of a property before we put a whole lot of work and time and effort into it. Yeah, you don't want to get bids from contractors if you don't even know if you're going to buy the house. Buy the property, right. Mm-hmm. So then we let's say we do take control of the property. We get the bids, and we're going to be at $50,000 now. Yeah, it's Can awesome. we still use Crazy Uncle Mike? Can't use Crazy Uncle Mike at that point. So when you go to a full 203K, you have to hire a HUD consultant, um, and mm-hmm. those are listed on FHA's website. And basically they need to have plans drawn for the property. And, and it doesn't necessarily need to be architectural plans if they're not changing the, or altering the building, but they have to you know, be plans from a contractor as far as the jobs and what they're going to do and the costs associated with those jobs. And the consultant's going to basically say whether or not it's a feasible um, improvement or not. And same thing would apply with the appraisal. If so if the, you know, in your scenario there, you need it to appraise for the 190. So they're going to need to know what all the scope of the work is. And, and, uh, so I need a HUD consultant. That sounds expensive. Can I wrap the cost of him into my 203k loan? HUD consultants, they, they can be paid that way. They normally are going to ask for some money up front and it will be a cost to the buyer typically. Okay. If I need a HUD consultant, can I get a list of those from you? You can, yeah. No, I would just do. I would pull it off HUD's website, which I could show anybody how to do as well if they want. HUD to has a list of those people that we can use. That's right. Well, FHA and HUD are kind of synonymous in the loan world. So yeah, off the HUD website, the FHA website, same thing. A lot of red tape here. 
Not necessarily. I mean, the thing with full two or three Ks is they're very time consuming. You know, it's not a 30 day, you know, start to finish. It's not a 45 day start to finish. It's usually more in the two to three month range because of the amount of people that need to see the scope of the work and they have, and the bank's got to believe it's a good loan for them. Okay. Well then now I get why you said at the beginning that you have to really, really love the property. Got to really, really love the property. And it's got to make sense. Why would I do it on a house when I can go two doors down and buy basically the same house that's already had the work done? So my only reason for it, I guess, is because that place that they might be buying that's, that's already got everything done might not be the style that they like. I mean, it does give you the ability to, to pick your style True. for your home. Okay. So, I mean, that's my real argument, really probably my only argument I would say for doing a full 203K uh-huh. is, if, is if what you can do with the amount of work you're going to do is going to enhance that property and make it totally you and the customer's dreaming about it. They're thinking about all the things they're going to do on to that house and make it so them. You know, if that's your borrower, then we have the program for it. If it's not, then I suggest something a little easier. Perfect. All right. If you have any more questions about 203Ks, we would love to hear from you. Just send us an email, podcast at hermanlondon.com. And, John, once again, how can we get a hold of you? Um, always you can get me on my direct line, 314-744-7851. Leave me a message, and I will call you back if I don't get you right when you call. I know you are a lender, and do you have any sort of disclosures you have to give us? Do you have to tell us your NMLS number like I hear on the radio? Um, well, wait. I don't know. Where, where's this Where's this recording going to? I can tell you my NMLS number is 188910. Thank so, you very much. Hey, done. <laughs> All right. Thanks, John. We look forward to hearing from you in the future. All right. Thank you. Next up, what we want to talk about is a deal of the week. And the deal this week is actually a listing of mine. I have a property that is listed in O'Fallon. This is a family property, or it could be a great investment property too. It is on the Highway 70 side of O'Fallon. It's about less than a mile from Ethel's. If you've ever been to Ethel's, played a little sand volleyball. And basically, this home is a three-bedroom home. It's a little bit over 1,500 square feet. It's been totally updated two-car garage, walkout basement, one of the biggest decks I've ever seen, backing to the woods, so you have privacy back there. And your master bedroom has a full walk-in closet. Of course, it has its own bathroom. Two and a half baths total in the house. And basically, it's listed right now at one seventy nine nine. We're talking about a price reduction. And I think it would make a great home for a family. It could also make a great investment property, like I said. Most likely, the the rent would be somewhere around $1,500. So get out that mortgage calculator I talked about earlier on our website, hermanlondon.com, and you know enter in how much of a down payment you can afford, and you can figure out if this would be a great deal for you. We also have more pictures and more information about this house on our website, of course, like I've already said, but also on social media. So you can go to Facebook and search for Herman London Real Estate Group, And you'll find our Facebook page, and on there we have information about this house and some of the other homes that we have listed that many of them are also great deals. So next up is my favorite segment. I wish the entire show could be just about listener call-ins and question answerings. And as this is our first show, we don't have any listener call-ins right now, but we do have some questions to answer that people have asked. And I really, really, really want to encourage you to ask your questions no question is too detailed, too not detailed, too high-end, or whatever you want to call it. So 
Um, please ask your questions. Podcast at HermanLondon.com. First off, we had someone who asked, a, what is different about getting a VA loan from an FHA loan or a conventional loan or from paying cash in terms of the inspections? And the main difference is that there's no real difference in the inspections that are available to you. You know, most buyers these days are getting at least the building inspection, the termite inspection, the radon inspection, and the sewer lateral line inspection. The main difference with the VA loan in terms of inspections is that the seller has to pay for the termite inspection, and the buyer is just simply not allowed to pay for it. Now, you'll see that on our VA loan rider that will attach to the typical residential sale contract. Next question, why do doctors have trouble with loans? And interesting enough for me, I've been dealing with a couple different doctor clients in the last couple months, and it does seem like, hey, this person makes tons of cash, and they should have no problem getting a loan, but... A few things come up. One is whether they're self-employed or whether they're a W-2 employee. The other thing is whether they have been in the job for more than two years. And kind of a third issue is that they often want to get what they call a jumbo loan or a loan that's larger than $417,000. So first part of that is if they are a self-employed doctor, Instead of being a W-2 employee, they're going to have a little bit more trouble because they're basically owning their own business, and people who own their own business always have a little bit more trouble getting loans, especially when they're newer to owning their company. Like I mentioned on the second part of that with is if they've been a doctor for less than two years, then essentially they've owned their own business for less than two years, which makes it harder for the loan company to say, hey, we know for sure that you're going to be doing this, you're going to be making money, and that you have a path of payments. And those are actually all of our questions for the week. Uh, So basically, please go to our website and email us in and ask us some questions. Um, Last but not least, we'd like to really send a special thanks out to our producer, Joey Vasovich, who's been sitting here in the Herman London studio with me all day and working on our podcast. So he's going to make this thing great along with our whole team here. And thanks for listening. Check out the website. See you in two weeks. Bye-bye.